welcome back to the Home to Self podcast. Today, I brought Austin back onto the show. I've got Austin here with me, my partner, my husband, and um, we haven't done one of these in a while. It's been... Since Arcadia last year, yeah? Yeah, I think it's been over a year. But last, the last, I think we've had two episodes together and both of them have been pretty well received, pretty popular, gotten good feedback. And so I have been wanting to record another one with you to just give people an update on our lives. We went to another Arcadia festival. We went to Unison again, which was another festival we also unpacked on the show. So if you've been around listening for a while, you will probably know of those. Um, and hopefully you listen to those as well. But if not, if you're new here, welcome. Thank you for being here. We're so excited to share more of our lives and the experiences that we're having because we really value putting ourselves into situations where we have an opportunity to grow, to really be authentically ourselves, to be of service to the world, to connect with like-minded people, and ultimately to bring all the lessons and insights and experiences back to share with the world because I think that that's the best way that we can, yeah, be of service is truly just being an embodiment of this work and the life that we so deeply love and then sharing that for other people, whether that is just to share insights and lessons that we're learning, like I said, or whether that is to serve as expanders, which is ideally just someone who is living a life that is similar to something that you're calling in as well so that you can see that it's possible for you just as much. And so we can ultimately all learn and grow together. And that's, that's the beauty of it. So really grateful to have you on. I love you so much. I'm grateful to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, (laughs) of course. So let's see, we're kind of going to wing this one. I mean, as we usually do, we're just going to see where the conversation takes us. But we thought it would be fun, like I said, to update you guys a little bit on what's been going on, especially since it's been over a year since since we've both been on here together. It is currently snowing outside. It is almost December, end of November. We just had a beautiful Friendsgiving with our community, our friends. Um, I shared a little bit about that on social media. And so I think we're at a place in our lives now comparatively to to where we were when we recorded last year, where our group of friends has expanded into a community, literally. Like it's a group, I mean, overall, there's probably like 20 of us at this point. Plus, yeah. And I think people like rotate in and out and some move away, some stay here. If we like are always pulling in new ones, like (laughs) I feel like we were like a we're like a collective frequency that just pulls in all these awesome humans from all these different places. We'll all, you know, Oh, someone sends in the group chat and there's like seven of us that want to go to a concert or do something at a, um, on a random night we go out and then all of a sudden there's another, you know, resonant frequency, another human being that just like gets pulled into our field and they're like immediately like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I think it's been, it's been really beautiful to watch it grow. Um, and it's just so easy. I think that's the best part about it is that it's just so we're so connected and we're so ourselves, like authentically ourselves. And like, that's kind of the ethos of the community itself is like, please be more of yourself so that we can love you more. (laughs) And at the end of the day, it's like, that's truly what it takes to remove the, remove all these ideas of what we should be or what we, um, think others want from us and just to ultimately just show up as the, in the fullness of ourselves and to allow 
um, others to love us. And ultimately, like that comes from our own self-love too. Like we need to be able to love ourselves in order to receive that love from others. But I've found that this feedback loop that we've created within the community is just so, it's so beautiful. And it's like, I, every day, you know, putting like one coin in, which is like, you know, sending a message to the group or connecting with an individual. And ultimately I'm getting 10, 50, hundred coins back every single week. It's like this exponential return for the investment that I give, um, to everyone that's in there. And yeah, I think between Lily and I, like we've just been able to, we've been able to take our love, which was originally, you know, ours <laughs> and ultimately been able to share it with so many other people. And I feel like the vortex of our love has really pulled in all these other loving, amazing, authentic people as well. And so it's like, not saying that like we're the core of anything, but like that love has been able to expand and pull others in. And it's just been really beautiful to watch unfold and watch grow. And like, just, it's so nourishing. Like I've never felt like Thanksgiving was, it was the best Thanksgiving I've ever had. It was just the, everyone's food was delicious. The vibes were excellent. Everyone was super connected and loving and playful. And it was just joy all the way, all the way through. And coming out of an experience like that, I just feel so connected and so ready to go back into the world and do the things that I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's beautifully said, I, you know, looking at back at where we were when we first recorded, like I said, and we had just gone to Arcadia and we had met our best friend, Daniel. And it was just like, kind of like the three of us at that point. I mean, we had met a couple more people and it was really beautiful to watch it start to expand. But coming back to Colorado, it was like, we had a couple really, really close friendships. And then it just, like you said, with a lot of ease, it just started to expand. And, um, I think that that is a really good point, you know, for people looking for community and to find people who are really, um, like-minded and wanting, having same values and wanting to do similar things. It's, it's not so much like a going out and getting it and finding it in this like energy of like, it's up to me. Yes. I think part of it is putting yourself out there, like us going to the Arcadia festival last year, which, um, we didn't know anyone. We didn't really know what it was going to be. It was their first time doing it. It was completely new and uncertain, but there was something like kind of pulling us towards that. Not so much using logic, but just like the heart was pulling us there. And I think continuously putting yourself into situations like that, where your kinds of people that you'd like to be with might be hanging out is step one. But the rest of it really just is like a a natural attraction. Like you said, when you meet people that it's just like an easy relationship and they've they're on the same vibe and whatnot. And so it just like works really beautifully and that's how it's continued to unfold. But that really brings me to a topic that we'd like to talk about more, which is festivals in general. And, um, you know, for us, it's, they're still fairly new. Like some people have been going to festivals for years and years and, and, and for us, it's been kind of a two year thing lately, but also the ones that we go to and what we're really talking about are more of like the conscious festival vibe and what that's allowed for, what that has allowed us to step into has been really powerful. And so let's just talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. Festivals have changed my whole life (laughs) (laughs) in all the best ways. Um, and I think there's, there's, you know, when you say the word festival, everyone thinks, um, a music festival, they're like, Oh, like EDC or like these huge, like, overwhelming, you know, very chaotic, very like uh, high energy things. And for us, like our festivals that we've been to have been relatively small, a lot more intimate, 
a lot more connected. There's workshops through the day. There's speakers who are, you know, inspirational. They're, you know, talking about the way that the world is and the way that the, of, of the world that we can create potentially. And just kind of like infusing all of this self-development work into the festival itself. And then it's like at night, like, it's like, that's the play. And we like have all the fun and do all the connection and um, dance and love and hug and, <laughs> And all kinds of amazing things unfold on the dance floor when you're when you're in a in a peak state and you're connected with all of the amazing people that we, we've been able to we've been blessed to um, to come together with and yeah the festival's just really been it's a it's a canvas and you get to paint your own you get to paint your own picture anything that you want who what does your soul want who are you at the deep core without all the masks society and family and community and all these things, they put a lot of masks on us and we, we play a lot of roles. Um, and that's not a bad thing, but at the same time, it's like, what's our truest expression. And within the festival setting, you know, you get to wear your own, like all these kind of crazy clothes and you get to like, you get to self-express in, in a way that is not, it's not the typical, it's not the norm. And within that, the soul gets the freedom to navigate a landscape that is, open and is there are there are no boundaries there is no um there are no expectations around what it what it is it's just it, it, it uh within the uncertainty within the uh the newness in the this blank slate we get to paint whatever picture we want we get to be whoever we want and we get to show up as the fullness of self that hides behind all of the masks that we have to wear every single day mm -hmm. in in normal society and on social media and it's like mm -hmm. just be who are you? <laughs> and like, I have ultimately, and I think you have too, have been able to really find that in this world, in this festival landscape. It's mm -hmm. like, it's been so beautiful to witness not only us finding ourselves within that, but then to bring those, the magic little nuggets and the, and the, the beautiful moments and the, the state of being the mental state uh, of just existing in our fullness and bring that to our normal lives, mm -hmm. quote unquote, normal lives. And now it's like we go to the Thanksgiving and we have like a mini festival through the Thanksgiving. And it's like, oh, the festival doesn't have to be at a festival. We can like literally bring that play and that love and that excitement to the um, the normality of, of, of the everyday life that we live. Mm -hmm. And it's just so beautiful that we can like interweave these things and it doesn't have to just be over there. And I don't have to pay $800 for this and the, you know, hotel room and, and all of these things. It's like, oh, you just have it right here in my home. Yeah. Yeah. I really love that point. It's, and I think that that really is the biggest piece that we've discovered is like, it's really just a container, right? It's a vortex and whatever your intention is going into it, the people that you surround yourself with, um, that that's the experience that you're going to create, right? It's your, it's, you can show up as whoever you want to be and you get to just, you get to just be and play and like really experience what it means to be fully alive. And that was a big lesson for me. It's like, and, and I think it also speaks to the work that we've done over the past four years. You know, it's the beginning of kind of our awakening and our self-development work and whatnot. And like through the pandemic was a little bit more isolated. It was inward. It was a little bit more difficult and, you know, there was a lot of healing to be done. And then we got to kind of emerge out of the cocoon and start to become these butterflies as who we actually are underneath all of the masks and layers. But then it's still like you live your everyday life. You have responsibilities. You're you're still a little bit in survival mode of like, yeah, I need to pay my bills. I need to like figure it out. And um, you just go kind of through the pattern of your everyday life. And 
working through society and, you know, being a, <laughs> an adult. And then you, like you said, you enter these festivals where for three or four days, you don't, at least for me, I don't think about anything else besides being there. I can be whoever I want to be. I can dress up. I can play. I can um, dance. I can express. I can meet new people. There's just, it's like this alternative reality that you enter for a few days that, like I said, with the right intention and the right people, it's just, it allows you to to really just be human for a few days and not worry about the everyday things and kind of forget about the small but most meaningful parts of this human existence, which are deep connections with other people, like really meaningful conversations, just being in the moment, like with a really good song or, you know, with another human being or in a group of people or whatever it is. It's like, we, we put those on the back burner, but those experiences, cause they don't seem as like they're a priority in your everyday life as you're trying to get from A to B constantly to achieve goals, get money, do this, do that, to do list, to do lists, like, you know, personal development, all these things. And it's like, whoa, can we just come back to how life is happening here and now? And the reason we work so hard in our everyday lives is so that we can enjoy them. Right. And so it, it's just like a deep dive into that where one experience just reminds you of like what really matters and what lights your soul up and what it means to be fully alive in this feeling body and playing and laughing and dancing and singing and doing all the things. And then, like you said, the beauty of it now is that we get to take those and mic- have micro moments like that throughout our, our everyday lives, really, whether it's meeting up with our friends for um, Thanksgiving or going to a random concert or just hanging out at someone's house. Like it's infused with all of that now within the community. And, and then we go back to like working hard during the week and getting our things done. But it's, it's so much more, like you said, infused into the everyday life. And it has added so much value and meaning and fun and connection and intimacy into our lives. And yeah, it's like, it's added so much richness to every, every moment. Yeah. It's just color mm-hmm. in general. Like my life, I feel like it has, it's fully expanded. And like I talked about that canvas and it's just like, I'm just dousing the world with color and saturation and beautiful, unforgettable moments, like timeless moments with amazing people and deep belly laughs and dancing and playing and joy. And like, it's just like, oh, like all of the best parts of life. And then they continue to like catalyze and happen more and more and more. And it's like that magic is available to us in any given moment. And it's our awareness that is trapped in the left brain and in the survival brain on a continuous basis through the day to day, through the, you know, got to make ends meet, got to make the world work, got to have, got to have this, this thing. And like, it, it takes us out of that magic. And like, I've the best part about doing these festivals or just taking the time for ourselves to like really step into the fullness of self and ultimately to share that with others. And it is, it's the, it's the idea that like literally there's, you don't, you can't, you're not going to live forever. And like tomorrow isn't guaranteed. And like this moment is the most important moment. And the more that you fill yourself up and fill your own cup, the more that you want to pour into others cups, the more that you want to serve others, you want to show up in, in a way that where you can actually make an impact. And it's like, you're no longer worried about surviving. You're, you're 
you're not worried about anything. <laughs> you're like, yes, like the day-to-day stuff gets in the way. And like, obviously we still have those programs running and like, you know, you got to be, got to pay your bills and do that kind of stuff, but it doesn't have to be so hard. It doesn't have to be so difficult. It doesn't have to, and it, when you do it with other people, which is like this whole community thing has really just blown my whole heart wide open is like, when you get to do it with other people, it's like life just, life gets a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. And I think that we miss in this day and age, you know, we're so connected through social media and, you know, and all these other ways, but we're also super disconnected from ourselves, from others, from, um, from our purpose, from all kinds of things. And like, so that connectivity is just huge in terms of like, just saturating our lives with meaning and love. Um, yeah, yeah. I, Also, before we, I want us to get into some of the more like personal examples of like things we've experienced at, especially Unison and Arcadia this year. Um, But also, I just want to mention how, what you just said, you know, with how we're so disconnected, I really think that, and this is the work that, you know, I love to talk about and, and help my clients with as well, but it's like coming back to yourself and building intimacy with yourself first and foremost, so that you can show up that way with other people and attract people who also have been doing that work. And that's where the depth really lies is what I've noticed. You know, it's, um, it's one thing to like meet for, okay. My mind's kind of going all over the place, but like something we've also been talking about a lot in the group is how, how we've how we've met people lately so usually you meet people you know you're like oh let's grab coffee and talk and like you tell them about your life story and what do you do for work and like who are you and where did you grow up and like these kind of pieces of your of your history so to speak right and then it takes like lots of meeting up again and having experiences to really get to know them on more of like a soul level. Like who, 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 what's your essence? Like, who are you? Who's this being, you know, without the the backstory. But lately we've been meeting people and I would say most of the people within our community, we've met the other way around, which has been so cool. So like we meet them at a festival or somewhere, somewhere where they're just fully being and dancing and playing and having fun. And we just drop straight into like a conversation about, you know, the meaning of life or like what it is to be human or like deep, whatever struggles we're going through or something like deep, 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 that is like so intimate. Like you're allowing people to see you and you're choosing to see them beyond just the superficial. And then you take the time to actually hear about their backstory, right? That's where all the filler comes in, which is like, it's still cool to hear all of that and know the backstory of, you know, what you've been through and what you do and what your goals are and all these things. But it's like, you already know them on a soul level. Like I already love you because of who you are. And now I get to hear about all the, all these other pieces and that again, wrapping it all up is like, it comes down to us doing our work first of choosing to live with a heart wide open of choosing to be vulnerable and real and honest and go to those, those depths that we aren't really taught to. We're taught to like guard ourselves and protect ourselves and wear these armor and this armor and these masks a little bit more out of protection and fear of letting people in. But when the more you come home to yourself and do this work of like opening your heart and like healing through these conditioned layers and things that are still getting in the way, the more authentic and vulnerable you can be. And that's exactly what you'll attract back to you. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. And I really love that. I love that idea of like, we, we met these people as them, as their full self. And it didn't take five meetings for us to get to know, get to know them from top down. It was like, 
right there from their heart from the get-go and like from there it's like there's so much more to play with it's like staying out of the like all of the other stuff is great it'll come in later like oh i'm like oh i didn't know daniel rides a motorcycle like i <laughs> known him for a year and a half had no had no idea but like little things like that like those are all great little nuances that come in later but like to know the core of someone to know their essence to know their truth and for them to see you and for you to see them in that moment is like that's where the richness of relationships lies and relationships in general are such a they're such a beautiful thing because they provide so much opportunity for novelty like every individual human that we are in contact with we have a unique relationship with mm -hmm. and each of those people is an infinite being that like has so much more to give beneath the surface and so when you meet them there in their core and then you hang out with them multiple times over that and you continue to just stay in that space you just realize what a bottom bottomless like wellspring of love and wealth and knowledge and uh and amazingness that each individual is on their own and these dynamics that we create between multiple people or just one-on-one -on -one, it's like you can constantly the novelty that people are seeking from life because we're always kind of in this monotonous routine it's like you break that routine through um, connection and through diving in deeper into the relationships and really showing up for them and showing up for yourself and just um, wanting to truly get to know someone uh, for the for the full truth of who they are. All the good stuff, all the bad stuff, all the darkness, the mucky, the gross, the um, the exciting. It's like everything in between. It's like all I want all of you. Mm -hmm. I don't want just a piece. I don't want to know just what's on the shell, what's on the surface. I want to know to the core of who you are because that's where that's where the beauty is mm -hmm. it's in it's in the 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 spectrum it's in the fullness mm. and it these festivals are a beautiful way to reach that space with others and then to be able to explore mm -hmm. um together mm -hmm. the depths of yourself and them yeah yeah. And then the integration part, which I think, you know, a lot of people will just go to have these peak experiences where they feel fully alive and connected and love and like have that. And then they just go back to their regular lives. Mm -hmm. But like, that is where the opportunity lies. It's like that person that you were in that peak state where you just were so loving, you could see your, the beauty in yourself and others, and you didn't care about how you looked and you just wanted to dance and that, like, can you bring that into your everyday life a little bit more? Can you see the beauty in people and you know zach bush always says like seeing the beauty is why we're here it's like if you're able to see beauty that's where love comes from like the expression of love is a reflection of seeing beauty and beauty isn't just like this artificial glamour that we've been taught it is it's really to me it's it's authenticity it's realness and that's why like the the hardship and the the shadow and all that can be beautiful too because when someone is willing to show themselves and show all of the all parts it's like that is beautiful because it's raw it's real like there's something within us that is attracted to that you know and so and someone who's like yeah just wanting to heal and grow it's just amazing so we've just we've seen a lot of that and again it's I think it is a reflection of like the work that we've been wanting that we've been doing and continuing to prioritize um so I think this is a good time to jump into some some of the recent experiences that we've had, maybe starting with Unison. And I'd love to also share our our experience there together because yeah. our relationship has grown too. So just one more thing on relationships that you mentioned is like how the power of relationships is really the theme here. And they serve as mirrors for us, right? 
And so every single person has something to teach you because they're there for a reason. And this was the whole thing with Arcadia. It's like, I realized just how divinely people are placed in front of you in a perfect moment to help you expand in some way. It's like they say something or they embody some sort of energy. And sometimes it comes off as a little bit triggering or resistance. But if you dive into that, you actually are able to see a deeper part of you that either still is looking to be healed, expressed, um, or whatever it is embodied. And it, you can use that as a way to like grow individually. And so we've been doing that within our relationship for a few years, which has been so powerful. And we continue to do that. But now we just have more people to continue helping us evolve, which is, yeah, it just helps you grow exponentially. Yeah, the mere aspect of relationship is, I mean, it's everything for especially for self growth and transformation. There's like, within our relationship, there's really nowhere to hide. Mm -hmm. And and also like, that's one set. And then I've just personally like I've leaned into relationships so much in this last year and built so many communities. We have our core community, which is like our festival family, like they're around, like we're also, you know, getting for Thanksgiving and do all that stuff. I have a jujitsu crew. There's like half of my best friends. I got four or five dudes that like are all my homies. And then I've got a handful of other guys who are like purple belts and blue belts and we all train together. So those are all mirrors. I've been in um, a couple of different men's groups, which are all all containers with other men who are dropping into the space and like looking to do the work, looking to show up as a better version of themselves. And like, I, I have nowhere to hide, <laughs> like wherever any shadow or any darkness that's hidden within me that like, I don't want to look at. Cause like, that's where the awareness gets shine onto it. And then it, you know, you can choose to continue to have it exist, but you at least know that it's there. And then like, once you start doing the work, it's like you integrate that into the being a part of yourself um, as opposed to this, you know, shadow aspect. And like just the idea of the mirror is like, one mirror right here is already really powerful, but a mirror with fucking a hundred other people at a depth that, you know, a lot of people don't achieve with many people ever in their life. It's like, I feel like I'm being expanded and grown in such a fast and dramatic way that like, like I said, there's nowhere to hide anymore. And like, that's why now too, I'm like, fuck it. Like, I want to just show up. Like, I want to just bring the fullness of myself, the raw, authentic, the good, the bad, the struggle, the, you know, the triumph, like all the things in between, because like, that's that's where the that's where the beauty of all of this lies and like we have so much potential within ourselves and i think it's just you know like it's just a beautiful thing to bring that to others mm -hmm. and to allow them to um step into their journey as well and so i hope to i hope to continue to show up as much like you've been showing up for four years now five years and just sharing your journey and i've been kind of hiding <laughs> in the background i've been doing it in my own life but i feel like i really want to show up um, in, in a bigger way. Mm -hmm. Um, and whether it's podcasting or, you know, social media or whatever, like, I think I can reach more people. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, but to swing this back around, we'll come back to the festival aspect uh -huh. and the relationships and, um, yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to start with unison with unison yeah. and then I'll kind of feed into it? Yeah. I'll set the, set the foundation. So, um, and I just want to say one thing, like, because we're we're opposites and we mirror each other in so many ways like i've been showing up more on like social media and stuff over the past four years but i would say that you've been doing that even more so in real life which i admire in you so much because like anyone that knows you in real life would be like you literally show up completely as yourself and like it like there's no hiding anyway um and so just the impact that you've made on the humans around you in real life is like so potent and yeah, you get to, if you want to like expand that even further beyond the people you reach in your everyday life, like you get to do that too. But 
yeah, I just want to put that out there because that is very, yeah, very, very seen and noted by everyone. Okay, Unison. So for those of you who are listening who have no idea what Unison and Arcadia are, um, they're both just like it, like we said, smaller uh, conscious festivals with music, with speakers, workshops. Unison specifically is one that is out in Durango, Colorado, and it is a camping festival. And we went last year after Arcadia when we had met a couple of people and we randomly camped next to even more people who had been to Arcadia that we hadn't actually met and just instantly became family with all of them and had a that's really where like the community started, I would say. And then um, to, to go back a year later, and this time we went with that core group, plus everyone brought an extra friend or two. And it ended up being a group of like 30 people that we just set up this giant campground um, with all of our tents and then these like uh, easy ups in easy the middle in the with middle. like all where we cooked all of our food and like all came together in this yeah. like community spot. And yeah, it was like 30. And like I brought my little brother. Yeah. Like he came to his first festival and like everyone just brought amazing people. And it was really interesting because the, the dynamic was a lot different than last year. Last year we didn't know anyone. So we were going out into the world and like meeting a bunch of new people. And this year we had like 30 amazing people that we could drop in with at any given mm-hmm. time. And like, I felt like I didn't go out and mingle with as many people as I typically thought I would, but I mo- mostly just dove way deeper into the, each relationship that yeah. we had with all these individuals. Cause there were so many amazing people in such a small spot. It's like, yeah. of course I would, you know, nourish these relationships over going out to find new ones. I'm like, I have so much here to explore. Yeah. yeah there was, and there were so many new people that we hadn't met yet either. Mm-hmm. So, so it was really nice to go with a group and within that, you know, two or three people would go here to this concert or this artist and then go do this. So it was like nice to be able to, kind of like spread out and then come back together and um, just have these little moments within, within the bigger uh, container of the festival. But um, Unison this year, I mean, that was in September. So I'm like trying to think back so much has happened, but yeah, I mean, for me, it was just, just such a beautiful realization of the impact of community and how, like in comparison to last year, how much more well-connected we were and how fun it was to, to be kind of at the center of that festival too. Like our, our beautiful friend Alexis made a huge jellyfish totem that if you saw any of our videos on Instagram, you would have seen it, but there was like lights and like string and all these things hanging out, hanging from it. And it was just this beautiful masterpiece. And she brought it out in the like, peak moments you know like top of the set on friday and saturday nights just through the entire crowd just going up and down and seeing people's faces as this jellyfish was like breathing through the crowd and so that's where we adopted this like jellyfish um name for our (laughs) our community at unison and it was just it was just so fun to like be able to experience that entire festival with with people, with family, you know, and like having little cuddle puddles and like dancing together and just enjoying the simplicity of like, we're alive, we get to express, we get to be authentic, we get to hug and love on each other and do it with other people that you know, and trust is like, that was that was just, yeah, my my favorite, like, overarching um, theme of the of the that experience. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> it was so good. I'm like, 
it's like it's hard because oh, it's hard we have like all of these things that happen and like even thanksgiving was oh my god like blew my mind and then like a week later we're doing something else and it's like i forget like how much happens in such a short amount of time <laughs> like unison was yeah it blew, it was my birthday weekend like i had my little brother there like we just we just uh, we just lived it we just did all the things and and just had so much fun and just a personal experience for me which i thought was like I mean, I was kind of like diving into it a little bit, um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm it's Saturday night. It's my birthday. Like I got, we had this whole ceremony. Like we sat in a circle. We did, uh, we all did like, it's called hape. It's like a ceremony. It's backlash kind of like drops you into your body. We all did that together. And like everyone's like, people are crying and like connecting and that was really beautiful. And then uh, we went around and talked about what we were grateful for and kind of set intentions for the rest of the weekend. And the, um, I had our buddy Thomas, who's like a sound healer guy. Like he came and just like showered me with these angelic frequencies. He just like, <laughs> like a, he's like, I prepared something for you. And then like just blew me away. And I'm like sobbing. I've never received love like from in an expression like this in my entire it. life. Like, no, oh, no. Well, I mean like, he's like, he's like, I wanted to give this to you. Yeah. And then like, he just did it. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> like blew me away. And then from there, like my, like we had me and our buddies, like we're kind of stepping into this, uh, we're talking about like this King archetype, this, like, uh, this version of man that shows up like to serve his people, um, and to be like in this, in like to create his own kingdom. And so I was like knighted with this King crown and I had my, like this really cool, like, uh, swirly, like, like a uh, wizard King jacket thing. And then I was all painted up cause our friend tree does body paints. And like, I was in like this peak moment. It was beautiful. And, I took a little bit of medicine and was coming up on that and what basically dropped in to try to drop into the experience itself at the stage. And I couldn't do it. I had earlier that day, I'd scratched my corneas from like uh, sand on the beach. And I was looking at the stage and I, it, could, it was all fuzzy. Like I couldn't actually see what I wanted to see. And I was getting kind of from upset for my con. Or... Yeah. Well, it wasn't on my, I was not wearing my contacts. I was wearing my glasses on the uh... beach and that's why they weren't protected. And then they got, so anyway, I look at it and I'm like, oh man, this is not really what I want it to be, but this is my birthday. Like I should be having the most peak moment. Like I, like I want to just really experience this. And so I like closed my eyes and I turned inward and I was like, what can I do? How can I be of service? What, what is, what's the lesson I need to learn here? Because obviously something's not catching. And immediately I was became aware of the people that were behind me which is like my whole our whole community and it was like probably 20 of us back behind me and it's during polish ambassador it's a great set and i looked and i was like oh i can i can literally love on every individual in this group for the like and i literally spent the next hour and a half of the entire set i just stopped by each individual person hugged them loved them told them things about them that I really appreciated and how proud I am of them, how far they've come. And, and I, and I went from person to person to person for that whole set. And like, I realized I'm like, Oh, cause I'm like wearing this King crown and this whole art outfit. And like, you know, it's all the attention is on me. And I'm like, how can I turn that back in to serving my people to like really truly pouring that love that I'm receiving from the outside back into the people who I love the most. And I had this amazing experience of just like, wow, that was the best set I've ever been to. And it's because I was able to love and serve my people in such a beautiful, profound and intimate way. And it was all about them. It wasn't about me. And like, that was a really pivotal moment for me when I, I just realized like, that's the kind of person I want to show up as in my life. And 
moving forward to the next stage that we went to, mm-hmm. um, Lily and I, she like walked up to me and I was, I was holding a lot of space for people too. like, they were, you know, sharing truths with me or they were, you know, going through certain healing moments. Like, and I was being this very grounded, uh, presence for them to kind of like feel safe enough to go into these things. And Lily's like, can I tell this part? Oh yeah. Yeah. You please you can tell the part. <laughs> okay. And then, then I'll let you go. <laughs> no, no, you just, you, you so, to the whole thing. Yeah. So you were in this very, there's been very, um, particular moments where where you have embodied this like king archetype and just like your energy is super grounded and like safe and like just like this masculine like safe energy um i guess is the best way i can describe it which is like part of the work you've been doing and so in in that moment i felt that or that whole night really after you went through that experience i just noticed how like you were just like moving like with this really like grounded presence and you're really present and just yeah it was beautiful and so I went over to you and you had told me about this experience and how you felt like you were just like this, you were just like healing people, helping people heal. And so we were, we were joking about that for a little bit. And then I, at some point I came back to you and jokingly said like, I need healing and like went up and like hugged you and whatnot. And, um, I didn't realize what, what that was about to take us on, like what that journey was about to take us on. But, we had a really, really powerful experience for the next like hour, hour and a half where, I mean, it's like, it's wild to even think about it. I'm like, how did it even unfold? But basically we were, we were hugging and keep in mind, we were on some plant medicines too. So our hearts are even more open. We're even more present. We're even more like in the moment, but I think it just amplified what was like wanting to come through, which was you looked at me at one point and you said, I've got you. And it like hit me like directly in my heart. And I was like, whoa. And I was like, I didn't realize that there was part of me that was still hanging on to feeling like I needed to be in control. And what we revealed over the next hour where we dove deeper into it was basically that, I don't know if I kind of want you to explain it. Yeah. So like what I intuited that she like I could feel these walls around her heart I could literally like feel them there was an energy of like blockage and I was like okay (laughs) how okay basically I I basically said to you like listen I want to thank you for the person that you had to become to support us through the hardest times of our lives like three or four years ago like our dark night our, you know, when we went through all of our shit, like you literally had to become the mother, the single role mother and get me through the hardest times of my life. And you had to, you had to build these walls to protect us because like, I didn't have the capability. I was, I was, I was alone and dark and scared. And I literally was like embodying a child. And like, I had some other mother wounds from my previous two sets, like moms, like, and I, I, I needed you to be there and to help me heal through that. And you did. And so my whole thing with that conversation was to basically let you know that thank you for showing up. Thank you for being the person that you needed to be to get us through that time. And now it's okay. I can take, I can take the torch. You no longer have to be that person. And I really appreciate you. And I love that person who showed up, who, who it was necessary and it got us to where we are now. We wouldn't be where we're at now had you not done that for us. And to allow you to 
let go of the torch and to pass it to me and to tell you that it's okay. You can be safe now and I can take care of us. And no matter what happens, like I literally, I've got us like, it doesn't, no matter what, like I'm here to take care of us and I'm here to be the leader and the man of the house that like you have been waiting for. And it was within all of that, like I, I literally felt as my, I had my hand on your, on your chest, I'm whispering in your ear and we're breathing together. And I'm like, okay, breathe with me. And like we breathe in. And then as she's, she's breathing out, I'm like, and let it go. I'm like, it's not serving us anymore and breathe in and let it go. And like, not, it's not serving. It's not serving. It's not supposed to be here anymore. It was here for when we needed it. And now we don't need it. So like, and I watched all of the walls around your heart. I felt them just collapse. And I, I could feel this like lightness and this, this genuine, like, just, it was just literally like airy, like around your heart. And like, and you let me in. And I noticed like days, weeks, months after that, like how much you've been, you've allowed me to um, deliver compliments to, to hug you, to be there for you. You asked for more help, like all of these things that you weren't equipped to do before you now have like surrendered into and you've, you've actually given me the opportunity to like really step up and to be of service to you and to be the man. Mm -hmm. And like, without that, without that polar flip, like I, I still would be acting in the boy in certain realms because like, that's what you, that's, that's what you were trying to protect me from. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, it was just a, it was one of the most beautiful moments of my entire life on my birthday. And like, just like, I, since that, since that time, that healing that we went through, I watched you move the energy like out of your body. Like I watched the walls collapse and I watched you eject it from your field. Like it was gone. Um, and yeah, I just, I'm like so grateful. It was the most beautiful thing I could have ever asked for. And our relationship has only thrived and become more deep, um, in the moments after that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like tearing up again because it was like such a powerful and like healing moment that I didn't even realize I, I needed, you know, like I, as, as we started to unpack all that, it, it made so much sense. And just like the way it was hitting me on like an emotional level, I was like, Whoa, this is like really deep, but I didn't consciously even realize that that's what I was needing. And I, and that that's how things were playing out, but it makes so much sense. Like, yeah, as we, we started to like, as we moved to Colorado and we started to look deeper within ourselves and go through a lot of emotional healing, like you had to go back and heal a lot of like your inner child stuff, emotional wounds and whatnot. And, um, without even really knowing what was going on, I like, I stepped up to try to like keep this family together and get us by and whatnot. And it hardened me, you know, and I felt, um, I felt like I was stuck in survival for a long time of like, okay, but like, we, we need to get our shit together and we need to plan this. And like, just being more of that, like masculine, um, energy, which I was like so hard trying to like let go of, but I didn't realize how deeply it was connected to our relationship. And like my softening has come so much from you stepping up as the safe masculine, because that's what the feminine needs in order to feel safe. I mean, it's especially in the relationship, it's like, it, it's, it's a two way street. And, um, and, and that moment was so insanely powerful because it felt like it, I walked away being like, that was the most insane energy work we've ever, like I've ever been through without even really doing it on purpose, you know, like with your hand on my heart, like I was just sobbing and like releasing and like just 
like sounds were coming out of me and it was just, it was really powerful. And then I remember at some point when like it was out and gone, I just like collapsed into your arms and just felt like like my energy just like softened. And I was like, holy shit, like what the fuck just happened? Mm -hmm. And I felt so light for the rest of the night and the rest of the weekend and just so connected to you. And yeah, so much more in my feminine and, and I just felt safe. And I was like, it, like I, I still struggle to put it into words because it was just such a visceral experience, but so yeah, just crazy. Like what just happened? And none of it was planned. It's, and that's the beauty of like just being really intimate and in the moment. And also, yeah, having some plant medicines in your system that allow you to open up a little bit more and um, go there, you know? Um, but I'm just so grateful for you for, for initiating that and, and saying the right words that I didn't even know I needed to hear. And also for doing your own work to like step into that, into that role, into that, that man that I know, I know you are, and I know you can be because it just, I mirror that as the feminine Mm -hmm. and it's been really, really obvious how it's impacted our relationship. Yeah. It's, it's night and day. Yeah. Like I, I feel so much more connected to you. I feel, I feel like you trust me. Um, I feel like you don't, you're not, you don't micromanage either. Like, like, and you, you really like, you really just trust and you're, and, you, and I can feel that you feel safe. And I'm, I'm so excited for, to actually provide that financial stability for you mm-hmm. where I can like give the full safety. It's like, I can give you the energetic safety right now. And like, I'm doing the best I can. I'm like, like it's patience, it's time. It's like, it's all going to happen as it goes. But like, I'm really excited to be the, the provider too. Mm-hmm. And like in that way. And so. Yeah. yeah, there's, there's a lot. That was a really, that was a really incredible weekend. And we, we connected on so many levels and um, yeah, I mean, I just, my life, another one of those weekends were like, my life will never be the same mm-hmm. after the, after this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's like wild how, how that can happen. Um, and yeah, I'm just super grateful for it. And like, there were many other moments that weekend, but I think that those were for me, like yeah. the two most impactful. Yeah. Um, that was just, that was in a single night. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. holy shit. <laughs> like, that's a lot. Um, but yeah, I think just watching everyone, I think like another just aspect is just watching everyone step into the fullness of themselves and like Mm -hmm. seeing people show up on the first day of the festival with kind of some walls up and kind of some masks on and like, you know, not really like Mm -hmm. meshing with the vibe. And then like two more days later, like watching my little brother just dance. (laughs) I've never seen the kid dance in my entire life. Like I watched the kid dance and he's just feeling himself and like having the best time of his life. And I'm like, yes. Yes. All of that. Yes. Because like moments like that will literally change people's lives. Yeah. So they, because they never experience it their whole life, like goes by and don't even get a a chance to be that full, to be that real, to be that authentic. It's like too scary to go there most of the time because like we've been judged and we've been criticized and we've been taught that that's weird and you don't do that. And like, you have to kind of act this one way and be professional and blah, blah, blah fit in and whatever it's like there's so many walls and it's like when you enter a container like that where everyone just no one no one is judging anyone there's Mm -hmm. no judgment if anything there's just an invitation to be authentically yourself and be in the moment and feel yourself and like it's it's validated it's encouraged it's loved on like appreciated it just gives people permission to like just be whoever you want to be. If the music's hitting you just the right way, like close your eyes and dance however your body wants to move. And like, that is 
reciprocated and, and to have an experience like that, you're like, whoa, that's what it's about. You know, Mm -hmm. like I've worked so hard to like protect all these parts of me that I thought were weird and like not lovable. And now I can be that and it's easeful and it's appreciated and it's reciprocated and it's loved. Like it just completely rewires your, of like, what, what is the point? You know, Mm -hmm. it's so cool. For sure. So yeah, that was unison. (laughs) Yeah. And then there's Arcadia. So Arcadia is a fit for service production through Aubrey Marcus and the fit for service team. It's their second year doing this festival. If you want to hear about our first one, we we unpack all of, all of like what Arcadia is, um, feel free to do that. Um, but yeah, it's just a beautiful festival and it, and the whole motto is like creating a more beautiful world our hearts know is possible. So it's very intentional, like even more so than unison. It's like, it brings in very, very conscious people who've been on this path, who are here to serve and like usher in the new earth essentially. And so through the speakers, the music, like the people it attracts, everything is like, the point is to become the change you wish to see in the world and start to create a new story of what is possible for our planet and our species and, and, and really just bring that in through play, through laughter, through all of it. But it just, because of the kinds of people that that festival has attracted, I think that that's what it's, what's allowed for so much healing transformation and just the perfect connections to happen for us to all take that energy and those intentions back into our own communities and continue to, to actually create a difference in the world. Um, and last year that we went, I mean, it changed our entire lives, like we said. And so going back this year with some of our people, I think there was like 12 of us that went and we stayed in an Airbnb. It was just so cool, so powerful, so fun, so healing. Um, so I say, yeah, let's just talk about some of the most um, impactful moments for us. Yeah. I mean, even just being there with the humans we were there with was amazing. It's like a lot of the, like that unison kind of family that we built and then a handful of other people. And it was just magical. We just like had this family that we, in a, in a home base, which we didn't have last year, mm-hmm. you know, we had, we stayed in a hotel and it was a little different, um, <laughs> walking into the casino at 3am being like, Oh my God, <laughs> holy shit. So yeah, yeah it's kind of nice to like hang out in a hot tub with the homies in the backyard at 3am instead, um, and have deep conversations. That was really fun. Um, and yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, uh, we decided to have sushi, uh, on Wednesday night when we got there and I happened to get food poisoning on Friday. So Thursday night, I feel like every festival, the first day is always a little chaotic and a lot of like, everyone's ungrounded. They're coming from different places. They have like, everyone's got their masks on still. They're still yeah. like, they're still running the old programs and like, it takes a day or two for everyone to really like sink into the vibe and kind of like connect. And so day one, I, I, it was a lot of fun. It was definitely chaotic, but it was a lot of fun. Day two, I got food poisoning at like 2 p.m. And I went to the festival at five and was just curled up in a ball <laughs> in the middle of the of the uh, lounge area. And after a couple hours, I was like, dude, I am so depleted right now. Like I got a, I got an IV. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was, what was cool was, is like this really beautiful moment while I'm getting the IV. I'm hanging out with the guy who runs, the, runs it because he's getting an IV next to me. And I literally had like 20 to 30 people while I'm sitting there for 30 minutes, like come up to me and check on me to see if I'm okay to tell me how much I, they love me to like, you know, 
like just okay. all of this, all of this connection and all this love that I received, like the people who were like genuinely concerned about me and like wanted me to rejoin the party. And, and it was just really beautiful to witness and also to share with the guy next to me who was like, what the, how all these, all these, this is a lot of people, <laughs> like, like one or two. Okay. But like, dude, like 20, 30 people who were all just like, oh my God, Austin, love you so much. I was like, oh, my heart. Um, and then, yeah, from there I got, I got a few hours of, uh, of playtime. Uh, and then I hit a wall at like 11 PM. Like I have to go and I had to go home a little yeah. early. I'm so sad. It was, it was sad, but everyone's doing their own thing. I don't know what your experience was Friday night. Well, I'll just let you. Okay. Yeah. And- so, and then Saturday and Sunday, like after this, like mass ejection from my body from both directions, um, <laughs> I, I had never felt more cleansed and more grounded and more connected to myself like ever. So I like the whole time I was sick, I was like, there's gotta be a bigger reason for this. Like I, I've can, I can work through this. Like I'm breathing the whole time. Like I'm just trying to stay connected. And like that those following two days, like I realized why that happened. It's just like, I was cleared out. I was cleansed. I was opened up. And within that opening and within that clearance, like I, the true, the trueness of myself showed up. And which I showed is a up theme. Mm-hmm. Do you want to just briefly touch on, on that? Which, what, which part? I mean, with your mushroom ceremony and the, that whole. Yeah. Yeah. So previous to Arcadia, so it's like post unison, previous to Arcadia, I did like a three week dopamine fast, um, as well as like no cannabis, acid, tobacco. Like there's a lot of things that I just kind of removed from my field. And I really just like this dopamine fast. I had no social media, no music, no video games, no, um, literally just nothing. And I worked on my computer during the day, no music in between. And would just like, I have all these in between moments for myself. And, um, these three weeks went by of just like cleansing and just like quieting and like removing the noise from my field and like getting really in tune with me and like, and my, and like being just quiet with myself. Like for when I tell people that I did it for three weeks, they're like, are you serious? Like no, (laughs) no music. I was like, yeah. And it was, it was amazing. It was beautiful. Like I got to really connect with myself and I just realized how safe I feel and how chill it is to just be in my own body and in my own mind. And I have nothing to be afraid of. Um, I was always trying to like stay busy and I just didn't need to. So that was a really cool experience. And then that led up, I did the whole thing so that I could prepare myself for a a mushroom journey that I did with my friend um, who does guided ceremonies it was my birthday gift too. It was. It was from Unison. And so mm-hmm. I finally like came to fruition on that. And the whole thing was beautiful. We had like a whole altar set up with a bunch of different animal bones and different kinds of feathers and rocks and calling in all these different energies into the space. And I also had like uh, the king crown that I wore on my birthday and my wedding ring and like a watch my dad gave me and like just kind of all this like really tying a lot of intention into it. And then uh, – it, it would just, it just led into this really beautiful ceremony where I took the medicine through some tea and I just had this, like this cleansing, this ejection of basically the person that I'd become from zero to 25 years old was a version of self that, um, was built on the expectations of my father. And it wasn't, you know, by any, it wasn't anyone's fault or anything. It wasn't intentional, but like, that's the way that it happened. I really, cared about his opinion. And I didn't also didn't really know who I was because I didn't do a lot of self exploration. So I went on this whole path and like let that go at 25. And I thought that I had rid myself of that, but I didn't. 
And so in this mushroom journey, it's been four years since I've been building this whole new version of myself. And I realized that I was still attached energetically to this, to this version of self that I built my whole life. And so kind of dragging it around behind me like a dead body. And I basically had to like let go of it and cut ties and, and eject, just remove and cleanse and let it go. And that, oh, 10 days later, you know, we got to go to this festival and I got to show up in the fullness of this new person mm -hmm. integrated with the person that I had let go of. Um, and even, and it's just like, it's just so, it's so profound how much that matters, like how much it matters to, um, like there's different pieces of ourselves that are locked up inside that, you know, we became this person for this part of a life, this person for this part of a life. And you have multiple different pieces that are locked up inside your psyche and you don't, not aware of them. And so, yeah, anyway, the, that mushroom journey really, really set the tone. And that also that three week period of just fasting from everything and just getting really in tune with myself really opened up the portal for me to show up um, on that weekend. And so, so yeah, Saturday and Sunday, and I'll just kind of try to be a little bit brief. I know we don't want to get too lost in the weeds, but um, yes, f Friday was the was the uh, the quickening, <laughs> and Saturday was I felt so connected and grounded, and I really showed up in this like very sturdy masculine essence, this presence, and within that, like my whole intention that weekend was really to be of service to others and to hold space for them if they needed it, and. I was able to do that on many levels with many people, women and men, and just deep, profound hugs and uh, and telling them things that their heart needs to hear, helping them move through trauma or um, like so, like limiting beliefs, and just just really pouring my love into other people and holding this very centered, grounded container for them to feel safe enough to go there with me. And it was it was amazing and just like so many profound healing moments that I shared with so many individuals. And like, I walked away from that weekend just being like, holy fuck. Like I, I helped so many people mm -hmm. like, <laughs> like I could go, I could like die tomorrow and be cool. Like I did my, I made the impacts that I needed to make here. I know I'm going to do more, but like, um, but yeah. And then on Sunday, my whole, uh, my whole intention was to be of service to the divine feminine, mm -hmm. whatever that means. And immediately the universe gave me all these opportunities to drop in with a lot of women and hold a lot of space and give a lot of hugs and just make them feel safe and allow them to go through what they needed to go through. And it was, I mean, it was just so many levels um, to it and so many layers to the experience and had so much, um, so much happen in such a short amount of time. And even just with, with you, like I real like I was, I was on this, I was trying to help all these other women. And I was like, I'm here to be of service. And I'm like, wait, my wife, she is the feminine. Like I need to, I, I would like to be here for her. So we spent like two hours on the dance floor. And I just like, I remember just being there and I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm just here. I'm right here. And I brought you in and you go out and dance a little bit and you come back to me and I'd still just be grounded in, in my, like anchored into my space and holding this for you. And like, I watched you at some point, you can kind of go deeper into this, but like, put this hood over your head and have this like movement, this like, as I'm holding this like King, like divine presence for you, I watched you blossom and rise. Like I watched the goddess, the, the queen in you, I watched her come online mm. and it was like, I had to be that for you to be that. Like ultimately like we do it together, 
but you were waiting for me to be the container that was sturdy enough to hold the trueness of who you really are, of your essence, of your power. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to watch that come online too, which is like, that blew me away. I was like, I get it now. Mm-hmm. I understand. All of us men are here getting turned online right now to do the work because we've been living in a world that has been run by boys, by children. And we've been this patriarchy, this masculine overriding of the system and the uh, suppression of the feminine. Like that's been in play for thousands of years now. And like, yeah, we've built an incredible ecosystem and culture and buildings and businesses and like all this stuff came from masculine. It's been beautiful, but also at the same time, like the feminine has been completely suppressed and completely just tarnished as a whole. And like all of the women have just been treated like absolute shit. And so for me to like step into that presence and to know that like, that's really my mission here is to be the anchor and the support and the container for you to show up in your fullness was really like profound for me. Um, and yeah, we're like our, us men are here to do that now. Like we're here to go from boy to man. And like these men's groups that I'm in have been helping me to step into that more fully. And I also step into that in the community. There's so many opportunities to show up and to be, to be the man and like to make decisions that a man would make and to be, to be there for people in the darkest of their shit and to, to be a leader, like all of these aspects that have come online just because I've been stepping into what it means to truly be a man. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been really beautiful to watch how your expression changes as mine um, becomes stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that was a lot, but <laughs> I hope it was That was great. Useful. It was great. <laughs> I, I'm so, I'm so grateful for you. And yeah, I mean, like the the whole like becoming a man, it's like it's it's the healed masculine, you know, it's not like the old expression of like be a man and be tough and don't show emotion. I think it's quite the opposite now. It's like structure and 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 groundedness and safety and security in in like an, an exterior, but like inside just open and soft and that's what allows like me as like the feminine archetype to feel safe is like you are in tune with your emotions and you're not afraid of them and you can hold the chaotic sometimes storm of the feminine and that has been so like profound in our relationship like as you've stepped into that and I have too I mean even the other day I was having such a difficult time like in in part of my my cycle, just so emotional, just not feeling myself, like just completely overtaking with emotion for no reason. And I just came home and was like crying and just like landed in your arms and just sobbed for like five minutes. And you just had this grounded presence where you just held me and you just held space and you allowed me to express and you felt so safe. And I just like, and you just held me and you were like, you were just there. And it was, Oh my God. And like the more that, yeah. And it's just like this energetic knowing of like you, you're there and you can hold it and you can handle it because you've met yourself there and you understand me as the feminine now, like what I need, you know, and that is beautiful. And for you to also feel safe enough, like within our relationship and all the work that we've done and the, the trust that we've created for you to be able to go and give that, that, like platonic but like safe love to other women I like there that is so beautiful and I'm so grateful for that because I want to share that with other people so that they can also know that that is possible that they can find a partner um 
and even friends who can like serve as as a similar container for them to land like we all need each other in some way and so i just want to put that out there too like it's it's really beautiful to have gotten to a place where we feel safe enough to to trust ourselves to give love in whatever capacity like you know within the boundaries that we've set um but to share to share that love and safety with other people i think is like a huge part of the the evolution we've made um in the past year or two but yeah, I mean, to give some of my experience about Arcadia, I just, so for me, one of my major, the major theme for the whole weekend for myself was learning how to come back to myself and find the feelings that I was looking for within my own experience. Because something that I've realized a lot is like throughout my life, I've, I've, I became very hyper vigilant and hyper aware of my surroundings and especially the people in my environment and trying to fit in and trying to like keep the peace and like ultimately it was all for my own inner sense of comfort and peace because if I I'm such an empath and like reading into other people's energies can like really disturb my own inner peace if I'm not grounded and then I kind of lose myself in that and I know who I truly am inside is more of this like grounded um yeah, this just like divine feminine energy. And so accessing that is like, it's my job to be able to get there. Right. And on night one, I walked into the festival and it was like a commingling of energies that felt a little bit chaotic and a little bit all over the place, like you said. And I just felt ungrounded. And there was a point in the middle of like one of the sets where I just like felt this like calling. And I explained this a little bit on a past episode that I'm going to release soon, but with Leah, but I was, I felt this like need, like it wasn't even a choice at that point, but like some part of me was like, go outside and meditate. And I, in the past, have been very self-conscious of like meditating in public and like, what are people going to think? And am I going to be weird? Whatever. But I just felt like I had no choice at this point. Like something was pulling me out there. And so I literally went right outside of the portal room and just sat down on the cold, hard ground, people walking by me constantly and just closed my eyes and was like, I'm meditating. And it took a lot for me to like actually drop in and like, like let go of the outer world that I was so tapped into and so disconnected from myself. But when I did, and and yes, I was also on plant <laughs> medicine, so again, this helps. But but still, it was I, I've been meditating for four years, so I know I know the power of the practice, and I know how to get myself there with the intention. And so I sat there, and I really like focused on coming back into my own body, into my own felt experience, without the world being such an influence. And finally, I reached this point where I just remembered my energy finally went. Very similar experience to ours. Like that's always when I know I'm like, I've landed in this moment, in my body, in my energy, in my knowing. It's just like really, really visceral and profound. And I reached that and I was just like, yes. And what I kept hearing and kept hearing in my mind was come back to yourself, come back to yourself, come back to yourself. And it was such a beautiful kind of full circle moment because this podcast is called home to self. It's been such a theme in my life, but I haven't really understood fully why, like been able to articulate it. And I've just realized like so much of my journey and what I'm now helping other women with is this coming home to self, this like remembrance that like everything you need and are looking for outside of yourself is found within you. And it takes practice and it takes healing and it takes like consistency to keep 
coming back and like reinforcing and, and strengthening that relationship to self. But when you do, you actually connect so much deeper with other people because you are true to yourself. You're present. You're not, you're not living from the mind. You're living from the heart and the body. And from there, I had this visualization of like, suddenly like it, it, I zoomed out from like my experience and my body to like the planet and the world. And I could see the globe and it was like pulsating to the rhythm of my heart. So we were all like moving as one breathing as one. And I was like, holy shit. You know, again, I'm trying to put words to something that was like so beyond words, but it just felt like this profound experience of like, we are all one and we are all connected, but that can only happen when I'm so deeply connected to myself as within, so without, right? It's a reflection. And so I like took a deep breath and like came out of that experience and was just so grounded is the perfect word to describe it. I felt so grounded in myself and my knowing in my mission, in my divinity and I, because I could see and feel that within me, I could see and feel it within others. And it lasted most of the weekend. Like, yeah, there was little moments when I would get pulled out of that, but I knew how to bring myself back pretty quickly. And part of my intention too, was to, was to be of service and to connect with other people. And like you, I feel like we were both in this vortex where we were kind of just like, Jessica told me, our friend Jess told me of this uh, term that they they coined of destiny, right? Destiny, uh, festival destiny, and um, again, the beautiful orchestration of how in these containers and these vortexes, you kind of just fall into the right conversations, the right people, the right music, the right environment to for a bigger reason. And I I witnessed us kind of going around super organically to different people in our group and even beyond that and having just these like really deep one-on-one experiences with people that were super healing on both ends and I just felt like I was able to be a safe landing place for people because I had done that work in myself and my energy was safe and grounded Mm -hmm. and I had so many beautiful experiences with people where I just felt like so much healing happened and so much transformation and it just felt so good to be of service and be, yeah, be in community, but in a more powerful way. Um, and in between that, just fully in the moment and dancing. And I had a couple experiences, particularly Saturday and Sunday night where I was just fully expressed. I had, I was loving my, like the, the outfits I chose and my people and like I was so connected to myself and the music, like the, I could just feel the music in every cell of my body. It was so good that I had a couple experiences in these like really particular sets that I closed my eyes and I was like, oh, this is why people wear sunglasses at festivals so they can go inward. And I put your sunglasses on and I just had, especially during, um, um, as you can, yeah, just, just like you imagine like set, um, which was but for like probably an hour I just had these sunglasses on and I just completely went into my own experience and let my body move however it wanted to to the beat of the music and it was just for me and that felt I mean I can't even put words to it it was so fucking powerful and I have visualized like myself being the only one on the dance floor with the music and it was just so liberating and so beautiful because I wasn't doing it for anyone else. It was just for me. And like, there was something so powerful about that. And then Sunday, um, 
yeah, like you said, you were just this, we hadn't talked about anything. This Mm -hmm. was all just like felt like it just happened. Like we filled ourselves, we filled each other in afterwards, but you were just so grounded again. You were in that like divine masculine. And I, I felt too, I felt so connected to myself and to you. And I realized like how everyone has their own experience, you know, like, yes, we're all experiencing the same events, but like everyone is going through their own internal experience. And it's such a wild thing to see and feel and experience in the moment there. Um, But what I thought was so beautiful is like, I could look at you and I knew you could understand. Like I looked at you and like, we could drop into the same experience for a few moments and it was without any words. And it was such a cool thing. And And yeah, I just, I hugged you and we danced and we hugged and we were connected for like so long and just this like one united energy field of just like both people being so grounded and so present that like it was just pure ecstasy and pure love. And and then that experience you were talking about. So I've had two experiences like this in my life where it's just an energetic release of sorts. And I don't even know what is being released, but my body starts to vibrate and especially my jaw and my throat. And and the first one was at Unison last year during this, the, my first real sound ceremony experience where my jaw just starts like- Quivering. Quivering. Um, and it just feels like energy is moving. It's really wild. And then the second time was at Arcadia this, this past month where in your arms, I don't know, maybe it was the transformation. That's what it felt like of like the divine goddess, like feminine coming online and you holding that. But it just started quivering like crazy and I couldn't even control it. And so I put like my hood on and I just like fell into your arms and I just allowed it to happen. And I was just like, I don't know what is happening right now, but energy is moving and there's some sort of transmutation going on that I don't even really understand, but it's happening and it's beautiful. And um, it lasted for a few minutes and you just, you just helped me and it was really fucking cool. And then I came out of that and just had beautiful experiences with a couple more people. And I mean, ended the night on the last night, just on such a high, just feeling so it was this like gentle power, this like just soft feminine, but like deep knowing deeply rooted feminine energy. And it was such a mirror to you even your masculine. And um, I just felt so connected to the group. I had so many beautiful experiences one-on-one with people. And oh, and the music was so good. Mm. <laughs> that was like so alive. It was amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> that was a lot. But hopefully uh, you guys enjoyed listening to those stories because they've been so profound in our lives. And I know that sharing authentically like this, I think everyone just takes exactly what they need to hear for their own evolution. And that's why, like I said, we want to continue sharing our experiences and let you in and like share this because it's so possible for everyone to have a meaningful life. And it takes a little bit of intention and prioritizing your own healing. And with that, it's like life just starts handing you opportunities. It's like one thing after Mm -hmm. another, you know, and it's so cool to watch that unfold and add so much meaning to our lives. And we come home and want to work more too, because Mm -hmm. we're like, so filled up. We're like ready to give. Yeah. No, it's a beautiful um, balance that we've created in our life, like through all of the meaningful experiences, moments, conversations, connections, just everything like that fills us up so much. 
that I show up on a Monday and I'm like, fuck yeah, like, let's do this job. Like I'm in, like, let's go. And then by the end of the week, I'm like, I'm still pretty topped off, honestly. But then I just have more experiences like that with amazing people. Or I just relax. Like this weekend's been kind of nice post Thanksgiving, just kind of chill. Um, and yeah, and then we, and we just continue to fill our cups up and then fill everyone else's and fill our cups and fill everyone else's. And like this wellspring in our hearts is just continuing to overflow. And that's why it's like, I'm feeling such a call to like share because it's like everyone can benefit from this mm -hmm. and like everyone's going to take exactly what they need from mm -hmm. this conversation. Maybe they only listened 20 minutes of it and that's all they needed. But like, ultimately it's our job to share these things so that we can help inspire others to go on their own path and find, create their own meaning and build a life that they love. Mm -hmm. And ultimately it's come down to the fact that like we've both followed our hearts. Like our love has been the anchor between our two hearts and we've really leaned into those things. And then we've also just cultivated this, um, this lifestyle that's of just like listening and following and letting the heart lead the way mm -hmm. to our next expression, because that's ultimately that's, it's going to tell the truth a hundred times out of a hundred. Like the only thing telling stories is your mind mm -hmm. and the stories are keeping you from the life that you want to live. And they're keeping you from being the fullness of what's possible. And the heart, the heart has a neural network around it. It's got its own brain and it knows exactly what it wants. And it's honestly, it, it creates in such a way that is so profound and so beyond what your mind could ever extrapolate or create inside your head that it's so worth it to just let go of the stories and to just be and to fall into your heart and to let it lead the way as you as you continue to lean in and continue to express and continue to show up with the people around you and like the heart is everything it's fucking so good so i encourage all of you to just check in just to close your eyes put your hands in your heart and just to lean into that and ask what it wants what are you what are you doing right now that it doesn't want it doesn't like that's out of resonance because mm -hmm. the more you can remove those things and the more you can lean into what what is true for you that's when the magic starts happening that's when life becomes incredibly meaningful and full of love and color and just in connection and and it's just it's beautiful i i am so blessed i'm literally like i keep saying this and i'm gonna keep saying it because it becomes more true every single day but like I'm literally the wealthiest man on the planet. I'm just so fucking grateful for you, for our dog, for our community, for our lifestyle, for our jobs, for like, like I just could not be more blessed to be living the life that I'm living. Mm -hmm. And I, I am so, so, so happy. Mm -hmm. And every day I get happier. Every day my cup is more full and I'm just, I'm so grateful to be doing this life with you. Thank you for being my partner and my mirror and my love. And I'm looking forward to an entire lifetime of more depth and intimacy and connection and beautiful experiences that only you and I can have. Mm. So thank you for being amazing. I love you so much. I love you too. Likewise. Yeah, and for everyone out there, if you are seeking some guidance, you know, whether it is from a female's perspective or a male's perspective, we're both here to support. And we're, you know, I'm in this work a little bit 
like I've made it more clear that I'm a coach and I help people with, and I've been on this path for a little while, but Austin too, like if you're, if you're a guy out there and you want some support from, from the masculine to step into the life that you want and really become Mm. the embodiment of who, you know, you can be like, reach out, reach out to me, reach out to Austin. And, um, we're so happy to help and support our doors are always open and we want to be of service and we want to show you that it's possible for you too, whatever your version of this looks like. And, um, yeah, ultimately we can all help each other grow and support and, um, yeah. So we hope you've enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so much for being here, for being a part of this and for listening. And we are, we welcome any feedback you have, any questions or comments as well. So we love you guys and, um, go after it, go do it. Love you guys. Follow your hearts. (laughs) 